largely defeating the virus, many countries around the world are now facing the possibility of a second wave. It just goes to show you that coronavirus does not want to go away. Sort of like that weird party guest who won't take your hints. Man, it's so late, whew. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta get up real early tomorrow. So, <laughs> I'll give you $100 to get the <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Sea lioning. Oh, sea right. lioning. Right. I knew right. there was a new online term we learned recently. And what is sea lioning? I don't again? remember. What is it, wow. Sean? Uh, it's it's a rhetorical online trolling technique where you're you're essentially asking filibuster uh, questions like, "Hey, explain to me, blah blah blah," and, and making the person making points do your research for you is is my best understanding. Sea lioning. Hmm. What? What does that have to do with the the humble yet gigantic uh, aquatic mammal? I don't know. I don't know either. How did it get that nickname? The mustachioed or, or, or. Uh, lying on the beach uh, beast. Exactly. The, the beast that best exemplifies my chosen lifestyle. Um, lying in the sun by the ocean. <laughs> I'm looking up at Good Morning America where it says Emmy snubs and surprises and underneath it diversity on the rise in this year's nominations. Yeah. everything's got to be about race. Uh, okay. Yep. Let's constantly see nothing but race and see how that goes for us. Uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, I think we need to reset our discussion of uh, the reaction to the vid, uh, including the fact that uh, Gavin Mussolini of California is now actually taking away money from counties who aren't reacting to the vid the way he thinks they should. He's actually punishing them financially for saying, look, we've got it under control here, or we're a very different county, we have plans, our people are fine. He is now punishing them for daring to uh, defy his will. We've also got to play uh, a couple of our favorite clips of uh, the so-called hearing yesterday, which ended up being mostly speeches and very few answers, which I think... Might be the future of all these hearings. Well, hilariously so, in that they would say, Mr. Attorney General, how can you explain the administration doing X, Y, and Z? How do you explain that? Well, because I reclaim my time. And then they just (laughs) Reclaiming my time. They bellow another question, or I'm sorry, another speech masquerading as a question. Just hilarious. Uh, so this is uh, this is quite good. This is smart. Catherine Kirsten uh, wrote this piece in the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Racial justice, the new religion. And and she describes a number of things, uh, including the incredible rise in violence, uh, murder, black-on-black violence in Minneapolis since George Floyd. Um, uh, 60% increase in, uh, in shootings in Minneapolis. Uh, she mentions 90% of black murder victims are killed by other blacks, where the race of the killer is known, according to the FBI. Uh, then she gets into the part that I'm most interested in. What is unfolding before our eyes is a new secular religion. For all its claims of inclusivity, this new faith is deeply intolerant. It has roots in the American past that would likely surprise its adherents. The Puritan era of our nation's earliest religious zealots. Progressives are now in- engaged in doing theology without God. Woke is the new saved, in the words of commentator John Zamerick. Parallels abound. One of Puritan theology's core tenets is innate depravity, the doctrine that humans are inherently wicked as a result of original sin. The woke faith preaches an updated version. America's original sin is white supremacy. 
For white people, having racist assumptions is inevitable, according to Robin D'Angelo, author of the best-selling book, White Fragility, which is, again, a pile of horse crap. Straight white men have been involved in a witness protection program that absolves them of their crimes, she declares. Well, the Puritans divided humans into the saved and the damned, the saints and the sinners. The woke faith does the same, classifying people as either oppressors or victims. The new faith's adherents view themselves as the elect, redeemed, as it were, by predestined grace. They're convinced they possess a higher truth and are committed to imposing it on others. And like their Puritan forebears, the woke faith's adherents believe that heretics, whose false doctrines imperil the larger community, must be rooted out. Dissenters must be humiliated, shunned, and branded with Hester Prynne's scarlet A of shame. Yet the new faith does offer a way for white Americans and other sinners to find salvation. To join the righteous, they must confess their sins, check their privilege, beg forgiveness, do penance, and vow to become an ally of the oppressed. Today, a Puritan-inspired witch hunt mentality is ablaze all around us, bent on destroying the reputations and livelihoods of those who show the slightest hesitation to profess true doctrine. Bigot and hater are the new witch and wizard, as commentary Mary Eberstadt has observed. And it grows on on that uh, that tone and, um, and, and gives some examples. But I think that's absolutely true. I mean, it is exactly like fundamentalist Islam. You don't have any choice. If you say, listen, some of the stuff we're doing strikes me as odd, you're the next guy to get stoned, so people are terrified. And I like that whole blasphemy idea that there's now we now have blasphemy again. It's a, you 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 have blasphemed, so you're done. Right. The, we've mentioned this before. The voice of the Sacramento Kings for decades, Grant Napier, who's a sports guy, not a politics guy, not a Twitter guy. When baited into, and what is that? Is that sea lining or horse uh, fishing or something? Um, <laughs> horse fishing. <laughs> he got baited. Shrub grubbing. <laughs> by a player he didn't like. He said, hey, Grant, do you think black lives matter? And Grant said, of course, all lives matter, every single one. Not hip to the fact that that is blasphemy! Blasphemy! Canceled! And oh, I like that. That's good. Play that's that again. That's the first time we've used that. Canceled. I love it. That's good. That's strong. Who came up with that? Well done. High five. No, that was Sean. That was the voice of God right there. Um, beautiful. So uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. And, and then when somebody <laughs> said, no, that's considered like a denial of Black Lives Matter. He that second said, oh, I didn't realize it. That's not what I meant. Sorry, too late. You're canceled. Because you've committed blasphemy. These people are freaking dangerous. God, reject that. Have the guts to stand up against these lunatics. Like people are getting stoned for questioning the Holy Quran or whatever. It's unbelievable. It's brutal. Oh, speaking of the Muslim world, Jack, they 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 defeated our fake aircraft carrier. Iran has defeated our paper mache aircraft carrier in a humiliating loss for the United States. This is terrible news. They built that really. I was, I heard a report on the radio first about the mock aircraft carrier Iran had built, mm-hmm. which they clearly were going to bomb. Um, and, and I heard that it looks very, although it is somewhat smaller, it looks very much like an American 
aircraft carrier. Well, and you know what? If my high school freshman had done that as some sort of project, <laughs> I'd say, hey, honey, that's a real nice job on that <laughs> phony aircraft carrier. But so they floated the uh, the kind of cheesy looking fake aircraft carrier. Like how big was it? The size of a car or is it actually pretty big? No, it was pretty big. It's, it was a replica. It was a, a real thing. It, it was. Well, that doesn't answer the question. It wasn't a full sized aircraft carrier. It, I don't know if the scale was well, they 60, 70, 80 percent. Um, but it was a almost big enough boat. Okay. So it was quite large. And then they just blew the bejesus out of it, apparently. And again, I don't, I just, it's a national humiliation that our cardboard aircraft carrier was defeated by the Iranians. Did it have American flags on it and whatnot? Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> our aircraft carrier that we neither built nor manned has somehow met its demise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Canceled! Iran, that's not a good use of that. All right. <laughs> Iranian commandos fast rode down from a helicopter onto the replica in the footage from the exercise called Great Prophet 14. Anti-aircraft guns opened fire on a target drone near the port city of uh, Bandar Abbas. State TV footage showed a variety of missiles being fired from fast boats, trucks, mobile launchers, and a helicopter, some targeting the fake carrier. A commander said the guard, a force answerable only to the supreme leader, planned to fire long-range ballistic missiles as well during the drill that will continue today. Ah, right. Our guys did have to go on alert because the ballistic missiles fired were going in the direction of some of our troops, but no, no, they took out our cardboard aircraft carrier. While we're talking about our enemies, uh, this is an interesting blow against China or an attempt to disentangle us from China. Kodak, who made, you know, film for cameras for years, and then people stopped needing cameras because everybody's got a smartphone that does that. Uh, they are now going to re-gear, and Eastman Kodak Company is going to get into the pharmaceutical business. As oh. we all found out, when COVID hit, practically all our drugs are made in China. Like, wow. practically all of them. Well, we're going to start making them in the United States again. Yeah, wow, interesting. Well, they're I have a chemistry a, company. That makes perfect sense. I have a feeling that and a whole bunch of other things that have been made in China for the past however many decades are going to start being made in the United States. Yep, we got seduced by low prices and the hope of them opening up into just absolutely not only de- doing a deal with the devil, but become becoming dependent on it. Horrifying what's, misstep. What's that thing about dancing with the devil? Oh, Sean, I just I mentioned that to my daughter last night. We were talking about her uh, career options these days, and um, she does not want to work in politics because it's too grubby and evil, and she has no interest in it. Though that is her that. field, and and I hit her with it. Yeah, when when you dance with the devil, you don't change the devil. The devil changes you. Um, and we absolutely danced with the devil for a long time to the point that and I wonder if this will come up uh, on Capitol Hill. The, the big four tech giant CEOs are going to be uh, grilled in a show of grandstanding uh, today. Um, I wonder if anybody on the Republican side is going to and why would it just be Republicans? That's on. Um, I wonder if they're going to hammer, hammer the tech giants for being so in bed with the evil Chinese to the point that some of their products, including one that perhaps I use on a daily basis, is manufactured by prison labor, slave labor, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, Are iPhones made by slaves? Has that been nailed down? Um, I've heard it That's stated. That's what I would ask if I was a congressman. Hey, Tim Cook. Are iPhones made by slaves? How about prisoners who are prisoners. slaves? How about the fact that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Chinese are prisoners because of their beliefs. So they are slaves. Yeah, they are sure. uh, concentration camp victims. 
Um, I know there is a gigantic industry in China of uh, providing prison labor for international companies. And it's pretty hush-hush, except the prisons are super aggressive about it. They will advertise. They will market. They have people in charge of saying, hey, listen, at uh, Joe's uh, Dong prison here, uh, we have well-fed inmates. They work hard. We uh, Our production is uh, 3% higher than the prison down the road. We really would like to do business with you. Uh, it's just it's it's bizarre. Sounds like similar scenes that I remember from the uh, the miniseries Roots when uh you know oh no we got the we got the good strong ones here and well, yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they enjoy their work jump down turn around make myself an iPhone they they sing songs <sighs> wow wow that's some excellent parody a little edgy but excellent thank you <laughs> I uh, wonder if that'll come up I'll bet it will Madonna got dinged by Twitter for something how often Americans smile they figured out who Umbrella Man is do you know remember Umbrella Man. Oh, we'll tell you that tale again in case you've forgotten. What'd Madonna do? Is she floating in her bathtub again? <laughs> All that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. On February 10th, Monday, no, no. I gave instructions as to what the... Reclaiming my time. Yeah, I'm answering your question. Well, you got to let him answer. Reclaiming my time. On February 10th, no, sir. On February I, 10th, I directed... Reclaiming my time, sir. Reclaiming my time. And I know you don't want to answer. You are wrong, Mr. Attorney no, General. He that said, was, he's found he the investigation he had been no initiated ev- properly. He, he said he found Reclaiming no my time without political bias. He said he and found in no April, evidence. Reclaiming my time. That's reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Without, without any remedy at all. I'm reclaiming my time. When, when people resist you, law enforcement, they're not peaceful. Reclaiming my time. So this went I'm, on uh, a lot yesterday during a hearing with the Attorney General, this whole reclaiming my time thing, which I don't, I don't recall hearing. What does that mean? That means you have to shut up. I get to talk again. I take Reclaiming my time. So uh, <laughs> I have bellowed a an angry question at you, and if you so much as begin to answer it, I will cut you off and bellow another question at you. That is, I believe, the first historic, the first recorded instance of a clown show inside a dumpster fire. I it's, hope the clowns are all right. It's an interesting tactic. Um, uh, you know, if you're if you want to be super cynical, I think it was a pretty good one. I don't think it's good for uh, anybody learning anything. Good is an effective for effective, their, yeah. their short term gains. Yeah. Mor- morally repugnant and horrible for the republic. I'm surprised at your lack of respect. Uh, the dispatch. Uh, you know what? That- I almost said something truly unfortunate right then. I'm so glad I didn't. The dispatch said the hearing was dominated by the kinds of performative outrage, self-aggrandizing speeches made for cable tirades, sideshow clashes that helps explain the basement-level approval uh, for Congress, which is pretty true. But this uh, this new tactic of you make a speech and then don't let him answer, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I get it. I, well, get, I get it as a show. It's, it's going to doom us all. I mean, it's similar to the Biden's not going to debate Trump. Well, Bill Barr said... This is a hearing. You called me here. I thought you wanted to hear from me. I reclaim my time. Unbelievable. Oh, that reminds me, uh, just uh, the the low ratings of Congress. The lowest rated entity in dealing with the COVID-19 is the media. Their approval rating is lower than the president's, than Congress, than their state, than their county. The lowest 
is the national media. Oh, I haven't seen this. I got to look up. Uh, I need more details on that. Yeah, that's I know. Fascinating. I'll, I'll take it up. I got it in here somewhere. But um, that's fascinating. Yeah, I was actually. I was uh, encouraged to hear that. Yeah, we need to we need to go deep on that. Do you think it's because they're terrible at their job? Maybe I think that's, that's it. That's a factor. <laughs> let, let, let's go deep on that next segment. I want to hear about that. That well, is what you something. want is irrelevant. I, I think... Whatever I want is irrelevant. <laughs> Michael, you're on clip. fire in there. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. <laughs> we need to. Yeah, we will touch on that. But we absolutely need to to talk about the whole COVID nineteen response. And my uh, brave uh, new uh, thesis. Well, they could fit together, actually. Absolutely. Pretty well. Madonna shared that video with the doctors that got yanked off of all the social media, and those, so she got flagged for it also. I guess Madonna's into the COVID's not as bad as they're claiming thing, I guess. Okay. Whatever. And I'm not that concerned about what Madonna, Madonna thinks about it. Cover anything. your body, you harlot! It's the great equalizer. Quit dressing like a sex pot. You're 60. It's just, She's like 65. You're, you're out of the sex pot game. I'm yeah. surprised at your lack of respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Got some gems out of that hearing, apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was if you were looking for an S show, it was a good one. How often... Changing subjects. How often does the average U.S. adult smile per day? I've got a whole bunch of smiling statistics on the way to try to make us cheer up. All right. And how bad the media is at reporting COVID. I want to hear that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think my adrenaline was so high and I was just so excited I didn't even realize that I had lost it. He's very grateful that we were able to find it without running it over with a machine or something this fall during harvest or, or God forbid, the combine sucked it up and it would have destroyed it. It was just such a positive experience. I can't thank everybody enough, especially Joe. That is a happy ending. You're That's welcome. A- Farmer finding a skydiver's prosthetic leg in the field. <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be a baby or a meteor or a wedding <laughs> ring or what. A skydiver's prosthetic leg. Glad we didn't run over it with a piece of equipment. Yeah, me God too. forbid, destroy it. There you go. That's nice. It's a good story. From America's heartland. And by the way, I was going to get to how often people smile. Got a bunch of stats on that, and we got this text. How often do I smile? Well, if we're talking between blank time and blank time, when they get our show... I'm incapable of counting that high. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. I hope we were able to lift your spirits. Now, something incredibly depressing. (laughs) And anger-inducing. I don't think so. That's not what I'm going for here. We talked about this earlier, and I think it's so important it bears repeating. And the more I learn and study what's going on with the vid around the country and try to sort through the utterly terrible reporting of the news media. Oh, that's right, the Gallup poll. It's actually from several weeks ago, but um, the only uh, person, institution, from hospitals to schools to state government to Trump to every the only per, the only upside-down approval rating is the news media in reporting on the COVID, on dealing with the COVID. Coronavirus! And I'm, I'm glad to hear that because their performance is absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. And around here, we're really starting, I'll I'll speak for myself, I'm really starting to think that the 
overreaction to this admittedly terrible and incredibly easy-to-transmit disease is going to be a disaster. And that we we now have this religion of safety in this country. The idea that nobody should ever die or get hurt. And I don't want to die, and I don't want you to get hurt. But we have, essentially as a country, curled up into a ball to avoid something we can't avoid. It's going to make the rounds. We can protect our oldsters. We can do smart precautions. We can try not to get it. But I believe this shutting down of the economy is a terrible, terrible mistake. The stats now are starting to firm up. Suicides are skyrocketing. One Northern California doctor said the other day, I'm seeing way more suicides than COVID deaths. I mean, not even close. Deaths of despair. Jack, you can speak to little kids. They're being devastated by not the disease, but the reaction to the disease. Yeah, they're all miserable. They're all miserable. They don't even FaceTime each other anymore. They just got nothing to say. And they're not learning, even though they will unquestionably, except for incredibly rare and unfortunate anomalies, they will be fine, even if they get the vid. You were talking earlier about what big news it is. X, Y, or Z has tested positive for the COVID. So what? So what? The chances are overwhelming. They'll be fine. How about all those college football players we heard got the vid a few weeks ago? Where are those follow-up stories that say, oh, he's back in practice. He's right, fine. When you hear about the party. He's 19 years old. Of course he's fine. All these, all 12 of these people at a party at a bar now have COVID. And what? And right. now that was a couple of weeks ago and they're fine. And none, did any of them even get sick? Now, I have friends who have been very sick for a long time. I have one friend who uh, lost a family member, an older person um, who caught it at a family gathering. It's an absolute tragedy. But humanity has faced this kind of thing over and over again. 1968, we've talked about the Hong Kong flu outbreak. It was the Hong Kong flu, right? I think so. Was that the flu? It was a massive flu outbreak. Uh, six figures worth of Americans died. We did not shut down the economy and the schools and our lives because we understood we can't. It, it, it's a tragedy, but sometimes you're confronted with terrible things and you work your way through it because you have no choice. I believe partly because of the uh, the the uh, sensationalist media that we have right now, the desperate clickonomics. And politicians who believe the only thing they'll be judged on is is how many people get the vid. I believe we are making terrible, unbalanced choices. Your your governor believes, and I don't know if it's through polling or just the perception through the media or what, that if the economy is ruined, suicides are in the many hundreds of thousands. Child suicides, child depression, anxiety... School achievement, they're all miserable. Unemployment's horrifying. Hundreds of thousands of businesses go away. Just a disastrous outcome. They believe if they can say, but I minimize the vid, they'll win and they'll stay in power. Right. I, I think that is sickeningly unbalanced reasoning. And you know us. We're not deniers of this disease. Well, not at all. On the school thing, we were uh, talking about, because school starts in a couple of weeks. School, using my finger quotes. Um, uh, starts in a couple of weeks and we were talking to, uh, my oldest about, uh, getting a tutor and, uh, doing some math before school starts and all that sort of stuff. And man, he just had such a, a downer attitude about it, Cause it's only the bad stuff of school, you know, 
I didn't like school all the way around ever when I was a kid. But um, like my son likes the he likes recess and lunchtime and playing with his friends and uh, that that's the stuff he really enjoys. But sure. if, if you eliminate that, then and it's only the practicing your math and learning about this Indian tribe. What's there to look forward to? Mm-hmm. He's taken all the enjoyment stuff out of it for a lot of kids. And then for kids who are really into sports, that's gone. Or playing a musical instrument, that's gone. All that sort of stuff's taken yeah. out of it. Yeah, There's there's nothing to look forward to. And the idea that school year's going to start again and there's just, okay, oh my God. Oof, yeah, what, what sort of long-term damage? And all kinds of professionals have talked about this, but they're being ignored mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. Well, the reasons you just said. Yeah, I, I think so. It, there's nuance, subtlety, and difficult decisions to it, which makes it completely unsuited for the media to talk about. I'm reminded of um, you know one of the most moving passages in the uh, New Testament when uh, Jesus is uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane, I think it was, uh, right before he was crucified, and he prayed and he said essentially, and, and forgive me for paraphrasing, but you know, Lord, if if you can uh, make this not happen, you got my permission. Let this cup pass from me, I think was the phrase. Um, and, and we have a society that thinks this terrible break we've gotten, the, the communist coronavirus from China, they think we can have this cup pass from us. I don't think we can. I think we can flatten the curve. We can try to make sure uh, we, we uh, avoid the spread of it as much as we can so we can delay till the therapies are better. That's fine. I'm, we're not calling for recklessness. We're calling for balanced analysis, and and to me, we are we are not only using a shotgun to kill a housefly. Well, that's that's unfair because a housefly is really insignificant. Look, maybe there's legitimate use. There's a legitimate need to deal with this whatever's in our house, a housefly, a rat, a beaver, or whatever. But not only are we using a shotgun on it, our kids are behind it. And, and we're doing horrific damage because we've become so fixated on one threat over the rest of the threats. And it's, it's horrible public policy, and, and I wish there was something that could be done to stop it. Or at least that this point of view can be heard. I mean, listen, I, I happen to know I'm not psychotic. This is a pretty well-reasoned argument, and I'm not hearing it anywhere. Joe paraphrasing the Bible with what he calls the Joe IV, the Joe International version of the uh, the Bible. Yeah, I've tried the for, Bible. Uh, yes, sir. I've tried for years to have it published, but uh, mm. the uh, the problem is, you know, so and so begets so and so begets so and so. I use more graphic language. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised at your lack of respect. Jehoshaphat got with you know such and such, and she was thick, and they uh, they had a kid. And, his name was such and such. He was, she was thick. <laughs> Just, oh my God! Look, I can revise it again. If you don't like it, thick should not be in the Bible. All right, all right. <laughs> Moving along. Uh, the average adult smiles eleven times a day. These are smile statistics. Really? Uh, that's well, what it says here. now I do this for a living, and and there are a lot of funny people here, so I, I know I smile more than that, but. And I'm a particularly grumpy individual. Yeah, but when I leave here, not once. <laughs> That's right. The smiling ends. 30% of people smile with their mouths closed. As opposed to their teeth showing. 
Uh, if you ever see pictures of us, there probably are some at armstrongandgetty.com. I generally s- smile mostly with my eyes and a slight grin because I have fat cheeks. And it's more flattering because I have, I have fat cheeks. I never think about these things. Well, you're, that's why you uh, take terrible pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a tendency to look like you're photoshopped afterwards into every picture I've seen yeah. you in. I just, I, I'm incapable of thinking of these things. Uh, the top thing, top things that prompt a smile include good news and being with family. Who is that for? I don't know. For people who don't understand why they smile? <laughs> uh, I can never figure out why I smile. What is it? What is, oh, it's when I'm happy, according to this article. 40% smile because they heard a good joke? Sure. That's a good reason to 30, smile. 30% of people smile because it's payday? What? Yeah. Time to spend something. Uh, I don't know if I buy any of this. Tell you what, I'll give you 10 minutes to come up with a stupider article than this one. <laughs> if you can, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> That'd make me smile. <laughs> I like this one. Two-thirds of Americans say their facial expressions are reflective of their mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's well, no, no. See, I'm you know not what? one of those. I'm a, I'm a resting. Uh, I'm an RBF, and that's not oh. reflective of my mood. My facial expression is not reflective of my mood. Yeah, man. I'm in the third that that's just not the case. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. We were. Uh, it, it, is it is it more of a problem for women because it got the original name RBF? Yeah, uh, I feel like named uh, aimed at women, and uh, that's which is unfair because dudes do it too. I do it. Uh, we were face phoning with one of our kids yesterday, Judy and I, and uh, I I glanced at her in in my iPad, and it looked like she was about to pronounce a death sentence. <laughs> and I I was trying to figure out how do I communicate to her to. But she she actually has a sweatshirt she wears in the wintertime that says resting Grinch faced. Hmm. Um, that's just a thing. But yeah, what's wrong oh. with you, lady? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I've known some people that have it like and, and the older you get, your face gets uh kind of like um you know, formed into what the the expression you've been making the majority of your time your whole life, it seems like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, you get smile lines if you smile a lot, for instance. And the older you get, the looks like I've known older people that like just have this couldn't have more of a, 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 a unhappy with the world look on their face, mm. but they're not. And when they smile, just fantastic smile, like entire face lights up. And I think, man, you would have such a different presence if that was your thing, yes. rather than the yeah. you want to kill everyone you come across. Well, I made this point before, and we'll make it again, that San Diego's own Phil Mickelson has made hundreds of millions of dollars, mostly because he's one of the greatest golfers of all time, but also because he has resting, cheerful face. Yes, mm. he does. He's, his default is he looks delighted to see you. Yeah. And it just it, it radiates cheer. I've so. known some people that had that and that were uh, like uh, actually like very sarcastic, cynical people. Mm-hmm. But they just kind of have the... Yeah. Kind of a half smile going all the time. Yeah, well, I think we're working with one right now. <laughs> positive Sean has let us know his friends think it's hilarious he's known as Positive Sean. Yeah, it's like when you call a fat guy tiny. <laughs> Would bitterly sarcastic Sean be a more... Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Like it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah um, well, human being, so interesting, huh? Uh, we got our favorite clip of all from the hearings yesterday. Also, all the big tech giant guys are going to be, and they're all males... 
white males. No, they're not all white no, males. No, the Google guys. Sundar well, they're all Pichon. males. Yeah. Um, they're going to be testifying today. I have the racism card back. I'd like to play the sexism card. <laughs> it didn't work. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What you're looking at may just be the next tool in fighting the coronavirus on a plane. Honeywell's UV cabin system, a sort of high-tech snack cart. But instead of peanuts, it's serving up a powerful dose of UV light aimed at killing germs and viruses like COVID-19. The okay, well, that's going to create, uh, the, the turn us all into superheroes somehow. <laughs> um, the UV light. Yeah, I was reading about that the other day. So it's going to go up and down the plane shining the uv light on all the seats and all the surfaces killing anything on there yeah. even though they don't believe that many people are getting the virus from touching services at this point well the air the air uh, lines rather are desperate for people to fly and to feel safe flying so some of the stuff's legit some's unnecessary so it'd be more security illusion like the uh very similar taking off our yeah. shoes yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't mind it hmm? i mean make the chances even less i'm for that but Again, we uh, how long will we be wearing masks on planes? Easily could be for a year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I don't have any idea. Just got to keep working on the therapies and the uh, vaccines. Here's our favorite clip from the hearing but yesterday. Let, let the economy roll, please. I didn't realize Gerald Nadler was so short, the congressman. Yeah, I I generally steer clear from going after people, uh, their body and their body shape and the rest of it. He's so morally loathsome. I'm I'm willing to make an exception. And it's not a knock on him. And James Madison what, being was short. morally loathsome? No, oh, being short. short. <laughs> yeah. It's just he's oh, a, yeah. the father of the Constitution's teeny little fellow. Yeah, I just saw Stood him being, two foot two in his bare feet. I just saw Nadler being interviewed and what well, he's a tiny little guy. Tough time on dating apps. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, this is my favorite James part. Madison on a dating app. Nadler. <laughs> I may be somewhat short, but I did write the Constitution. No clicks again today. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is Nadler really grilling the Attorney General of the United States, Trump's puppet. Can you commit today that the department will not use federal law enforcement as a prop in the president's re-election campaign? We are not using I just federal want to close with this thought. <laughs> You really can't hide behind legal fictions this time. Well, it's all out in the open. That, that's good. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I need you to commit right now. Anyway. It has the exact same tempo right, uh, of the interrupting cow knock-knock joke. Yes. yes. You waited for him to utter a syllable and move. <laughs> so true. You don't hear that's, that political analysis anywhere else. That's funny yeah. and accurate. Yes. <laughs> That may be my favorite joke of all time. Yeah, it is. It Just ranks in right up there. Brilliant simplicity. That one and uh, what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A stick. Yeah. I always thought that was a funny joke. I'm a cow man. <laughs> what you want is irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they got into something about whether or not you're allowed to take off your mask to take a drink or whatever. That that's kind of a good clip too. Which one was that? Sixty-eight. Oh, oh, that was a, a the gentleman yields back. I would remind. <clears throat> Mr. Jordan, Mr. Biggs, and Mr. Johnson, to stop violating the rules of the committee, to stop violating the safety of the members of the committee, to stop 
um, holding themselves out as not caring by refusing to wear their masks. Can we get the is, is it permissible it, to drink it is, a sip of coffee? It is not permissible. <laughs> not, not to drink. We can't drink I'm coffee right in the room. now. Get ready to ask Mr. Um, and I will. <laughs> Mr. Gates is recognized. No, no, no. He's no he went. It, he, he went, and that's why I took off my mask, it's my, it's Mr. My, Chairman. It's my turn. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Okay. Oh, boy. It is shocking we've made it this far as a species. <laughs> well, and, and, and folks, when you want Washington, D.C. to run everything, that's who we're talking about. God, this worship of government as a religion, and and D.C. is the seat of all wisdom, and please put them in control. What are you people watching? What are you thinking? Now, now one of the reps there in the room, Louis Gohmert, has tested positive for the vid today, and I suppose they all got to get tests now, and maybe a whole bunch of them will come down with it, which would be mostly okay, I think, although there are a lot of them that are super old. Right, yeah, yeah, and and I hope they're all fine. Yeah, I now, unfortunately the tech titans today they're doing it over Zoom or something, right? They're not actually going to be in the room, it's remote. Right. <laughs> They'll probably make them all do their own individual thing. So Tim Cook will be on the FaceTime. Right. Zuckerberg <laughs> will be on Instagram live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, That's that funny. Would be, that would be funny. So they all couldn't get on their Gulfstream 5s and fly to DC and get grilled in person? Apparently not. So they're going to be they're going to have that thing on mute. They're going to be scrolling through Facebook.